Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, romance. we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! <laughs> Alright, so come on down to su wait, why did I say come on down? The Superhero Stuff You Should Know. We're making an ad. Napping an ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> So, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The <laughs> Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the That's ad. The ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. grand tradition of adam picking shit for no discernible reason we bring to you today the beast within a film about something and in about 30 seconds scott and i are gonna get really pissed so uh let's get right into it with a question adam why did you pick the beast within um i saw a picture of one of the <laughs> i saw a picture of the transformation scene one time where his head's all bubbly and shit and I was like, damn, that looks cool. Let's watch The Beast Within. <laughs> no, that, no, no, this is not the part that you're going to get pissed about. The part that you're going to get pissed about is that my, my Android box was all fucked up and I was unable to actually watch the entirety of Beast Within. So I watched, I watched about 10 different clips of it on YouTube. But uh, this is a pretty fucking surreal movie and I have no idea what it's about. So in the intro where I wrote that it's about something, I assume that it is, but I don't know what. I, you guys are going to have to fill me well, in on this one. And this was my fucking well, pick too, so I feel like such an asshole for doing this. Well, <laughs> well it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty simple to explain. It's your classic woman gets raped by a locust monster and then gives birth to a son who turns into a giant locust. Oh, movie. cool. So it's a fly too. Classic. It's a fly too. Yes. All right. Awesome. Yes. So, okay, Adam, um, you know, I, I hate to break it to you, but I watched a copy of this on YouTube as well. There, there's a full version of there wow. on there. You're just Damn too it. lazy to find it. I could only <laughs> find the paid version. And then it was just like... We all those like ooh, the, what? like the stupid like intro shit that's like trailerclips.com with this like crazy intro and then <laughs> yeah, show me no, it's okay because it might have actually been that they're only available in the USA and a 
Yeah, maybe I wasn't getting it up here. I was, and I searched. I searched for a while, and I searched a lot of different iterations of Beast Within Full, Beast Within Full movie, Beast Within Full year, fucking a bunch of shit. Yeah. How much weird porn did you come across in those searches? Um, yeah, no, I was. Uh, it was like Beast Within BBWs, Beast Within what? The Beast Within my cross. So- are you are you saying that you had a better time searching than watching the film clips? Yeah, actually, well, I'll, I'll skip right ahead to what did I watch this week. Have you guys ever seen Beast Within My Pants? Because it's... <laughs> <laughs> I missed you last week, Adam. <laughs> I feel Everybody like, did. I feel like porn parodies of the movie that we discussed was what was really missing in the Stung review. Yeah. <laughs> Something got... Uh... Something got engorged. Did you get? I got <laughs> bum stung. How's that? Is that alright? <laughs> no, I'm off my game. I'm rusty. I'm no, rusty. So, we'll get it on the next one. We'll get it on. The... All right. So yeah. So so my first. So I have. I only have a couple notes. I think Scott said he has a ton. But like my first note here, I feel like is a sentiment that uh, that Scott can get behind. Um, where I said, just just one month without a rape scene. That's all of a history for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, I, I'm about two months ahead of us right now. Keep waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like we joked around about it, how like we pick movies with rapes in them. But like we're not intentionally doing it. And now it's just getting like upsetting. <laughs> it's in almost it's, every it's movie. It's not upsetting as much as it's just like tiring. I'm like, another one. Come at on. some point, it's it's at some uh, point I start getting offended that every single horror movie is has, includes a rape scene, as if they think I want to watch that shit. As if, like we are the target audience, we are yeah. horror fans. Yeah. Wow, I don't want it. Stop showing it to me. I don't want it. <laughs> like, yeah, like what? I don't want to see dead dogs. I don't want to see rape. I, I I feel like those are some pretty. I want to see kids dying. I don't think that I'm a really hard sell here. Um, but I, I think that in the '80s, it was like. How can we make somebody a really fucked up individual? Oh, we'll have them rape somebody. It's just like horror movie writing 101. The only it, time... I, I didn't watch it, so the rape scene that you're referring to is a giant locust rape scene? <laughs> well, you don't really see what happens. It's designed... The weird thing about this movie is that it's absolutely designed to make you think you're were- watching a werewolf movie. Um, I fucking wish it was a werewolf movie. movie. Yeah. You're supposed to be feeling like you're watching a werewolf movie, but it's not like a normal werewolf movie. Like it's kind of like a ginger snaps type situation where it's like, it's not based on the full moon. It's just like, eventually this dude's going to transform and then he's just going to be that creature for all eternity. Um, Except at the end he transforms and it's probably the best part of the movie. Honestly, it's the only good part of the movie. Dude, that transformation scene is like, phenomenal but uh i feel i do feel bad for the kid the well the character of the kid because he's like just fucking kill me uh and they don't and then he has to be he hatches this cicada man uh more or less which okay so so the uh uh i i know i did a shitload of reading about this because um like i i couldn't understand what was happening and so i guess that this was based on a book where it has almost nothing to do with the original story in the original story i guess it was more of like a psychological thing where the the this guy was 
um, tortured and basically like dehumanized to the point of being a feral human. He got out, raped someone, and then got killed or died or something. And then, you know, like that woman had the kid, the kid grows up. And when he turns like 17 or something like that, he starts getting, he's having like these homicidal urges, I guess. And then they, he and his girlfriend or something go to this house and then he murders a bunch of people. I don't know. But the whole point is that there's no transformation. It's just like the beast within is the psychological terror of being, you know, like a, a, a psychopath. But uh, in this movie, the the director, I believe, the guy who wrote and directed it, I'm not positive, but um, the guy that was in charge of this movie, I believe it was the director, got they got the rights for Beast Within like a year after it was published. They were like, we're going to make this into a movie. And and then uh, Felipe Mora, Mora, I believe is his name, was the director of this film, he wanted to do a cicada movie because he was like 17 years. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, and, and so he wanted to do a cicada transfer, cicada werewolf movie, basically. And, and he got like two thirds of the way there, I feel like, but then they had reshoots and they had rewriting in the, the script and it just, it lost the plot literally. But I guess he's trying to remake this movie the way he originally wanted it. Uh, I would absolutely watch an updated version of this movie where it's just legitimately a cicada monster. Well, hold on a second. Before you say something like that, let's go through a few of the, the classics that this director Howling also two! did. Howling 2! <laughs> <laughs> he did the Howling 2 and the Howling 3. He also did the movie Communion uh, starring Christopher Walken. And uh, as I scrolled through here, he also did a movie called Pterodactyl Women from Beverly Hills. Nice. Let's fucking watch that. Hell yeah. I, I'm not against it, actually. Guys, <laughs> I, can, I can feel the beast within me going out there. <laughs> and something else called Sniden, Sniden Prejudice. Um, okay. <laughs> Listen, um, I love puns and wordplay, but that's just fucking terrible. Yeah, don't make a fucking movie based on it, though. But the bigger thing is who wrote this movie, because uh, the movie was written by Tom Holland, who wrote Class of 1984, Psycho 2, Fright Night, uh, Child's Play, Ow. a, a Ow. bunch of... He wrote the screenplay for Thinner. <laughs> How? Like, he's... He must have... They must have gotten some ghostwriters in to just totally destroy his script, because he has a great track record. This movie yeah, this is first unwatchable. Films. This oh, his first. So, all right, there you go. They just strong armed the shit out of him then, and we're like, <laughs> "Yeah, I know that it's based on a book, but make him a cicada man." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if somebody came to me as my first script, and they were like, "Make a cicada man," I would be on that shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're like, "Yeah, okay, I can do that." But then you're sitting at your typewriter and you're smoking fucking cigarette after cigarette, and it's three a.m. and you're like, "How the fuck am I supposed to do that?" <laughs> Yeah, there's so little to actually talk about with this movie besides, like, just how fucking weird it is. Like, it's it's so weird. It's so weird. I will say that the main actor gives a fucking awesome performance. But he can't act for shit, just so you know. Like, he's terrible. (laughs) But the material that he was given, he's given it as all. Oh, he's trying hard. He's not phoning it in. Yeah, (laughs) he's trying to keep that beast inside. Uh, Also, the, the... I have to point out a couple things here because I definitely took a, a, a bit more time to uh, 
to to enrich this podcast episode or this episode of our podcast apparently um who lets their dog just walk in the woods off a leash that just really broke my suspension of disbelief at the beginning of this movie uh dog death in the first three minutes then which really sucks uh if you weren't surprised by the fact that the dog dies after being let off just to fucking run in the woods in the middle of the night it's rainy and Stupid, just stupid. Uh, I mean, Tom Holland, if you're listening, you're not. Uh, but if you're listening, you know, I, I, I love your other movies, but stop with the dog deaths, please. Um, you know I'm tweeting this at him now, but, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, also, I do have a note that says, oh, and there's a rape in the first three minutes with the dog death. Who the fuck picked this? Well, we already have our answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the son who Matt is saying is like such a great actor he has the most forgettable face can we agree on that I'm not, listen I want to say something I'm not saying he's like a, an academy award winning actor I'm just saying that he got a script where he turns into a cicada monster and I feel like he gave it a lot more effort than any other <laughs> actor would given that premise no 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 I, I don't disagree uh, but <laughs> it's just you're right this would be so weird and just it's unsettling, not in a trauma type way, but in like a they had a crazy person do their editing. Yeah, it's the editing that's doing it because I watched the, all the clips that I watched seemed very surreal and like dreamlike and strange. It's like like it's like somebody came in and made a very straightforward movie and then had a bunch of Italians come in and be like, no, I mean, ballet, it makes too much sense. You need dream sequences. No, you need color filters. No, like symbolism everywhere. <laughs> Like it's just so. Funny. I love your Italian. You know, I think that's the that's our that's a new uh, character for you, Adam. I don't think that you've done an Italian. You've done you've done fucking Jersey, but you haven't done a. a, a uh, yeah, Italian. no, that's my character that I'm working on. Italian man who thinks your movie makes too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, two things one Adam probably got the best end of the deal by watching the s- just scenes from this movie uh, because it doesn't make any more sense watching it start to finish did you see the meat handling scene um, I, I distinctly remember like the scene in the house like which I believe was a dream sequence in and of itself I saw the transformation scene it's not a dream sequence that's not a dream sequence no 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 there's a part in the house Okay, well, Matt, maybe I'm wrong, but there's this part where the, the kid goes to this old guy's house, and he's like, the old guy asks him if he wants to eat a hamburger or something, and the old guy is just like fondling this yes. meat like okay. a ball. Yeah, I did it's see so that. Weird. I did see that sequence, and then and then the kid freaks out and doesn't transform or anything necessarily, but just attacks the old man. But he kills yeah, him. Yeah, he kills him. Yeah, he kills him. Yeah, there are a bunch of murders before he transforms, and that's why when he's transforming, he's like, just kill me, I can't hold him back any longer. But I honestly think that that old guy probably deserved to die because the way that he was handling that meat was really unsettling. Um, Can you imagine if cicadas came out of the ground more than every seven years? Like, humanity would be screwed. They're apparently the most angry animals. 17 years. They're apparently the most angry insect on the planet. They have so much rage inside them, they just can't hold it in. (laughs) And they're horny. They're fucking horny, man. Like, that's where they got it right with this movie. Because uh, last year in Ohio, it was the 17-year cicadas. And so, I mean, they were everywhere. It was insanity. Um... And I would mow the lawn, and if you use power tools, they feel the vibration in the air, and they come at you, and they smack you in the face because they think that you're a female cicada. So you got laid quite a bit last Mm. summer then, eh? Yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, it was more like they were just humping me. I mean, it's like dry humping. Uh, which is more than I can say for the two poor women that get raped in this film. By the way, the girl that they get for this movie is the purest girl I feel like they could have found in 1982. And that's pretty damn pure. Like, she is so cute and for a lack of a better word, like virginal, which is the whole point of her character. And she just seems too sweet to be in this movie. Uh, and then she gets raped at the end and completely naked, I believe. Like, it, it's such a weird... It's super dehumanizing because she's such a sweet-looking girl. And she just cares. And her character cares. And, you know, it's like... It's one thing where you don't have any sort of emotional attachment to anyone. Like the mom at the beginning of this movie, the mom of the kid who becomes the cicada monster. She gets raped, and you, it's like within two minutes of actually even seeing her face. And so you don't really have any sort of investment in her character. But it sucks. But then, you know, like you see the girl who you've been hoping won't have a terrible end come to her, but you know it's going to happen. Uh, you watch her for an hour and a half, and then it happens, and you're like, God damn it. Yeah, it's definitely upsetting uh, how her character ends up. To me, the best part in the movie, as I said again, is the transformation scene. It's actually probably one of the most painful-looking transformations that's I've ever seen. That's where you were talking seen. about how he like is um, a pretty decent actor, and that's where it really comes into play, because he looks like he is in fucking agony throughout that whole scene. <laughs> His head I feel just like balloons he... up and decompresses. <laughs> like... Yeah, no, no. I think that what what happened was that he actually was in agony. They put him in all this makeup, and I'm sure that none of them were professionals. And so it's like seven hours of makeup, and then they're like, "Redo the scene. We're gonna make your face explode again." And he's like, "Oh." <laughs> It's just like midway through the movie, it just turns into street trash for no explainable reason, and then it goes right back into being the beast within. <laughs> I would encourage, I would encourage any of our listeners, if you haven't seen Beast Within, to just go and watch that transformation scene on YouTube because it's there and it's fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, save yourself one hundred and twenty-five, or an, save yourself an hour and twenty-five minutes. I say this so much that it loses all meaning, but like I own the movie, but <laughs> it's really. There's really not much to say about it except for, like, yeah, the transformation scene's really, really good. You know, I will say the electrocution death is pretty gnarly. Adam, did you see that death? No, I did not. Okay, you're, I mean, you're not really missing much because it pales in comparison to the transformation, but I was just trying to find some reason to keep watching this shit because uh, this is actually my first full time through it. I've seen probably, like, the middle and the transformation one time before, but I had never really watched the whole thing. I had no reason to, but there's an electrocution death, which is pretty cool, but people like fall off of things left and right in this movie. It's like, you know, in the brain when there's like five car chases, it's yeah. like that, but people falling off of shit. <laughs> um, so do you guys have anything else you want to say about beast within? No, uh, there is a, there's a decapitate. Adam, did you see the decapitation? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't. It's in the jail cell. No, no, then. Okay. Well, again, you're not really missing much, but it is like, so we, we have a lot of, we have a running tally of head trauma and how much we enjoy it on this podcast. This has to be the wimpiest decapitation I've ever seen. It looked like he literally took the head off of a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Are you sure? Because we watched Toxic Avenger where they just run over a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> but that's unsettling. Like, I know I said that two other times tonight, but uh, I, I, I actually think that the watermelon head is pretty gross in Toxie. 
Uh, as for me, no, I don't have anything else to say about this. I, I, again, I encourage people to go watch that transformation scene. That's entirely why I picked it. If you even just look up a picture of what he looks like, you know, midway through that transformation, it's going to pique your interest. But I think we learned our lesson here today. Don't watch the movie. Just watch that scene. Yeah, if, if, and if you can't watch the actual scene, just Google Harlequin babies. Oh, God, no, don't do that. Don't ever do that. This is coming from the guy who told me to look up sounding one time. So, I mean, you fucking, you take that for what it's worth there, folks. Did I? Yeah, you did. Did I, I told you to do that? I, you were Are like, you sure that wasn't just within a conversation? We, we were talking on, on fucking our Facebook group chat, and you were like, yeah, it's like sounding. And I was like, what does that have something to do with, like, you know, audio <laughs> something? Like, vibrations or something? And you sent me to, you sent me, you sent me a link to yes. reddit.com slash rsounding. And I had I forgot about that. That's a couple of years ago. Uh, you know what? You deserve it though, because you you do shit to us that you deserve retribution for. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Hello, everyone. We're superhero stuff you should know. And if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance. We got action. Romance. We got comedy. We got everything you need, man. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance. What part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know. All right. So come on down to... Su- Wait, why did I say come on down? To superhero stuff you should know. We're making an ad. Napping ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The <laughs> Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. Hey, what's up, Horror Movie Night listeners? We are Scott and Liam versus Evil, all the way from sunny Scotland. Every two weeks, we bring you two loosely linked horror films and more conspiracies than you can shake your anal probe at. So find us online. Search for Scott and Liam versus Evil. We're fun. We're gloriously not safe for work. And we say fuck a lot. I wanted to put a couple metal rods in so my eyeballs after that. So. What the fuck? Yeah, what did we watch? Just do the glass yeah, ones. Yeah, just, just to be, be safe. safe. Um, I watched the 2015, 2016, I'm not sure, remake of Conan the Barbarian with Jason Momoa. How was that? Um, I stumbled in halfway through it. Um, I sat down. It was like, you guys have you guys ever seen Scorpion King? Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. All right, cool. You've seen Conan the Barbarian 2016? <laughs> Dude, Conan the Barbarian 2016 is, it's, it's actually, I think, 2014. I don't know. But it's, with the one with Jason Momoa isn't half bad. I mean, it's, it's you got to keep in mind how bad the original Conan really was. Oh, no, it's a terrible movie, and Conan is an awful person, but I mean, it's just, it's very much, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't appreciate it, we just, we made fun of it, we made fun of it the whole time, it was like bad movie night up in here, we just cracked, like, (laughs) cracked jokes about how Conan's a rapist, and how every woman in the movie is just, like, is a complete useless fucking object that does dumb shit that just further leads to Conan getting in more trouble and them getting captured, and everyone's, everyone's completely fucking utterly useless except for Conan, 
And uh, in the end, he kills people and saves the day. So it's whatever. But they didn't even have the fucking line in the movie. They didn't even have the, like, what's best in life, which is the, I mean, the original, the original, I love Arnie movies, but the original Conan's uh, kind of a hard sit through. But man, I watch that fucking scene any day of the week. Like, Conan, <laughs> what is best? To cross your enemies and hear the lamentations of their women. Like, fuck yeah. I love that shit. <laughs> no, no, you, you missed the second line. It, it's it's to, uh, to to crush your enemies, see them... Uh, see them drawn before, before you. See them yes, drawn before yes. you and hear the lamentations of their women. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that shit's great. Um, you... You also watched Stung. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Stung was good. I I understand a lot of like what? No, I, listen. I, on on a scale of the movies that we watched to Stung, Stung was oh. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Stung was a somewhat um, competently made movie in in its in its like I understand what it was going for. Its effects are going to be cheesy and they're going to be bad, but it does it. It's almost I would compare it in a way to The Mist. Where it's like, hey, we're going to see some crazy monsters and we're going to see some people get killed by them and we're all trapped in a house. It's very much so like that, right? And if you enjoy it on that level, then then you're going to get your, you're going to, you know, have some fun with it. Um, the other thing that I did, I well, know, we apparently caught Adam in a good mood today. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Now, if I had to sit down and actually, you know, do an episode with you guys, I'd put on a brave face and and pretend that i hate it <laughs> no i would um <laughs> <laughs> there's the truth folks uh so i watched the upcoming blu-ray release of slither and it's still great um not much to say there most of you have probably already seen slither and you know it's great uh i've been getting caught up on a bunch of netflix shit that i put off so i finally watched season three of kimmy schmidt and uh I've had the song Boobs in California stuck in my head ever since. <laughs> it's such a good song. <laughs> um, is it, okay, Matt, uh, is it good enough to sit through the rest of season two and all of season three just to get to it? Uh, if you weren't digging season two, then probably not, but I'll send yeah. you a link to just the song so you can hear how amazing it is. Yeah, I, actually, I don't even think I need the context. I just can enjoy the song for what it is because I know exactly who Kimmy and Titus are as personalities. So, but yeah, like Kimmy Schmidt season two, I really want Megan and I really wanted to like, and it is like fucking pulling teeth, man. Well, I like season two a lot, but I like it because it got a little more real and kind of dug into like, okay, like we're making jokes, but this girl did live in a bunker and there's going to be like some serious emotional issues because of that uh season three gets a little bit back into just being goofy and silly now but if you're not enjoying season two i still wouldn't recommend forcing yourself through it matt when you send him the link to that song just real sneaky slide in the meat handling scene from uh, beast within (laughs) (laughs) um all right so i watched a piece of shit uh it's on I think that's Netflix, actually. Uh, And I I was going to talk about it on Stung, but since Adam wasn't in attendance, I wanted to save it for when he was so that he could just hear how upset I was for watching it. So I watched this movie called Avatar that that just came out on Netflix a couple months ago. I I think that it was made like a year or two ago, and they just picked it up or something. But it was 
it was advertised as a game changer in the haunted house genre. And I was like, you know what? I love haunted house movies. When they're good, they're great. When they're bad, still not beyond my capabilities of sitting through. So uh, to give you a, a feel for how bad this movie was, it took me three nights to finish it. Uh, and it's like an hour and 20 minutes. It's not that long. Maybe it's actually an hour and 40, and maybe that's why it took so long. But it doesn't matter. It's still, it is a long, long film. Um, so I, I, it's got – you guys remember when John Lovitz and this, like, Z-list model announced that they were engaged, and then it was all just to promote her pop song? Do you guys know about this? Uh, no, absolutely not. Nope. I, I didn't know about it either, but um, Megan told me because she's like, who is that girl? And I said, I don't know. And she said, what movie are you watching? And she looked it up. And she said, oh, this stupid bro. It was like some stupid social media stunt. And she is – she's like the dumbest Megan Fox impersonator ever is what she looks and acts like. And she can't act for shit. Um, and the whole concept of the movie is that – which is a sweet concept, which really upsets me. It's this guy who is having people – murder other people, mur murder their families in their houses. And then he comes and he takes the room that they were murdered in and he's making a house that is a collection of the murder rooms. So it's kind of like House on Haunted Hill 2000, uh, 1999 where it's got like all these different... Oh, no, I'm sorry, 13 Ghosts. It's like the remake of 13 Ghosts, rather, where there are all these different kinds of ghosts and stuff and... Um, but it's just such a pile of crap. Like, it's got exposition, and everybody does the wrong thing. People do things for no apparent reason or for stupid exposition reasons that don't make any ac actual logical sense. Uh, and it just drags, and there's just nothing happening. And the, the denouement of the reason why this whole town decided to make this stupid murder house is just worthless. It is possibly the dumbest script that we have not discussed on the show. Thankfully, we never will now. <laughs> uh, I might make you guys watch it just so that you can share in my pain and yell about it because it is so bad. Like, anybody that's listening, if you have seen Avatar and you think that it's a good suggestion for the podcast, it's probably not. But if you think it's a good suggestion for the podcast, make it make a suggestion email and we'll probably get to it in like a year. <laughs> All right, well, that was Beast Within from 1982, as picked by Adam. Uh, as always, you can email us at hmnpodcast at gmail.com with any suggestions that you might have. And if you want to keep up to date with all the shit that we're doing, look no further than hmnpodcast.com. It has links to our Facebook, our Twitter, our SoundCloud, our iTunes, and our parent site, geekscape.net. Thank you guys, as always, for listening and supporting us. And we will be back next week with another movie. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, 
think again. We got romance. We got action. Romance. We got comedy. We got everything you need, man. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance. What part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know. All right. So come on down to... Su- Wait, why did I say come on down? To superhero stuff you should know. We're making an ad. Napping yeah. ads. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm-hmm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Wait, is Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad! That's the ad. That's the ad. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.